Hi, everyone. Greg Harton here on today's Speaking of Arkansas podcast, produced by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Have you heard of the Ramble in downtown Fayetteville? It's under construction, with part of it opening soon, and it's designed to take Fayetteville's arts and culture focus to a whole new level. My guest in this episode is Joanna Bell, the City of Fayetteville's new Arts and Culture Director. Naturally, her job will be heavily involved in what the experience of the Ramble looks, sounds, and feels like, but it goes beyond that. So yes, it's about the Ramble and more, here on the Speaking of Arkansas podcast. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me. This is uh, this is going to be great fun. Well, I, I hope that's uh, your feeling at, at the end of it. I think <laughs> it will be because um, we've got some great things to talk about. Um, so you just started with the city a few weeks ago uh, as the um, uh, arts and culture director. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got the title right. And, uh, uh, you know, this is a time when the city of Fayetteville has a lot going on uh, in terms of arts and culture. Uh, perhaps no more than uh, than uh, the, the thing down there called the Ramble, uh, which uh, uh, let me give just a little bit of history on um, for the listeners who may not be familiar with that. Uh, back in 2017, the Walton, uh, Walton Family Foundation gave Fayetteville about $1.8 million to develop a concept and pay an architectural firm to design this, what was then called a cultural arts corridor, um, and that process involved some public sessions where everybody got to kind of give their two cents worth, um, and the city collected those ideas, and, uh, and, and that's really what's under construction down there right now. Uh, in April of 2019, uh, uh, some listeners may remember that the uh, city had a bond election uh, that had 10 projects on there, uh, ranging from fire and police issues to, to uh, streets, uh, and, uh, and one of those was funding for the uh, arts corridor, somewhere around $31 million, which included a parking deck. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, so, uh, and, and it has been named the Ramble, and uh, as uh, I think you'll tell us a little bit about later, it's, it's now being called Lower Ramble and Upper Ramble. Yep. So we'll make sure to get back to that. Um, and, uh, uh, I think back when the election was held, of the um, of the ten items, this was the item that actually got the lowest number of voters. It was 54 percent to 46 percent. The others ranged up there in the 70 percent range, 65, 70 percent. And I think that's because they're very concrete ideas. People understood exactly what those were, and I think the cultural arts corridor was a little harder to kind of get their their uh, their brains around uh, certainly was for me anyway um, so um, tell me if you don't mind uh, since you just joined the city we uh, let's just start off with you telling us a little bit about yourself and kind of who you are and how you uh, hope this role kind of dovetails with the city of Fayetteville and its missions. Oh, wow. That's a yeah. big, big question. Big question. Um, so I guess I can start by saying I've been in Fayetteville um, for um, just five years this fall. 
Um, I came um, as part of another uh, design excellence project. I got to be here for the building of Theatre Squared and was part of that team, um, you know, and uh, and was really happy to be a part of that project. And now I'm equally excited to to be a part of the city team and uh, and be developing the vision for what our arts and culture policy is going to be writ large. Because you mentioned earlier that, you know, Fayetteville has a lot of culture, uh, cultural assets um, and a lot of um, artistic um, citizenry and um, and sort of developing sort of a, a long-term vision for what and how the city can support um, that you know those efforts um, is sort of an exciting thing to be a part of um, and the first sort of major project that we're doing is the ramble which um, I think one of the reasons that it was a little harder to, to sort of grasp onto at the beginning was that it's really about connectivity um, it is not necessarily a destination unto itself. It is a place for artistic activation and for adventure um, and for um, a way to connect many of our most important cultural assets um, and leverage parts of the city that otherwise weren't going to be necessarily immediately usable, right? So we think about the Faye Jones Woods and um, now that there's a connection between the public library down to the Greenway, which then connects to the new um, art school um, University campus. Of yeah, the University campus, of Arkansas yeah. campus. It'll also connect to the Walden Arts Center and to Theater Squared and to the Creative Community Center. And all of these assets now have sort of a connection that they otherwise would not have had. And that I think is what the reason behind the Design Excellence Grant and why you know this was singled out as a project worth worth looking at. It should reinvent the way we use an entire section of our downtown. Yeah, you mentioned design excellence. That's a reference to the Walton Arts Foundation. The Walton, Walton Family Walton Foundation. Family Foundation. Design so. excellence, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so, uh, uh, as you mentioned, uh, you know, the, the ramble really starts at, at uh, West Avenue and Dixon. Mm -hmm. um, that parking lot there, uh, uh, I, I drove by it today. It's still a parking lot. Yep. Um, across the street, that parking deck is going up um, uh, there by the Bank of Fayetteville, mm -hmm. the train bank. Um, and uh, as, as I recall, the mayor pretty much said, we're not going to build the civic space over on the parking lot until we finish the parking deck. I assume that's still the plan? Absolutely. So the civic space is really the um, northern anchor of this yeah, in conjunction with Theater Squared and the Walton Arts Center. And then you go down west and um, uh, I was down there today and got on one of the little spin uh, uh, scooters and, and went around on the uh, on what is open to, uh, down at the lower Ramble, which is down by the Fayetteville mm -hmm. Public Library. Um, and a lot of work still going on down there with some tree uh, tree trimming and plants being uh, planted and, and that sort of thing. You guys are, um, we're recording this uh, on September 6th, on September 8th, you guys have an, an event coming up, right? Yeah, yep. We have a we have a milestone celebration where we're going to celebrate that first phase of the of the the, the Ramble project being complete. Um, so it will be all of the lower Ramble that is complete, and so that's inclusive of the Faye Jones Woods, uh, the Tanglewood Branch Creek restoration, uh, as well as what we're calling the Tanglewood Lawn um, on the Gregg Avenue side. Um, which is kind of a little pocket park for for the citizens over there on Greg Avenue as well. So that you know, um, 
I went down there and I parked there at the southern parking lot of the library mm -hmm. and, and just crossed over. Um, but, you know, it's right there on the trail system, so uh, I think a lot of the traffic will eventually just be coming along as part of the trail activity. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it was, it, it's a neat experience to go down there and see what is built. Um, as, as I talked about earlier, I, I think people have had a little bit of a, a challenge envisioning, okay, beyond the physical space, what does the city really feel like is going to be happening here? Mm -hmm. um, uh, what, what is the, the more creative part of it? I mean, the, the space will be beautiful, but the, but the creative part that, that uh, uh, doesn't just tie it together by concrete, but ties it together with the arts. Mm -hmm. So help me to, at least at this point, understand kind of how, how you yeah. envision that. Um, and I think that at this point, this is what, when we open our doors and we turn it over to our artists and we invite them to come up with ideas for how to use the space and what, what, what kind of programmatic um, activations they want to create in that space. Um, we're talking to community partners of all sizes um, and shapes um, and all disciplines to sort of think about how to activate that space and to create a welcoming environment that invites engagement and makes um, for um, the unexpected in, in the Faye Jones Woods and around the Tanglewood Creek. So, the, um, so how does the city interact with the artist? Um, do, I mean, does the city like financially support uh, performances in this space? Uh, in or? some ways, we're certainly okay. open to that. We also sort of, I think, you know, the same way that all of our parks engage our, our citizenry and our artists to sort of make use of the space. Um, <clears throat> we'll be inviting people to, you know, we'll, we'll have sort of um, activations that are funded by the city for engagement um, around certain themes, um, much the same way that we, you know, engage with the citizenry around the utility box art projects um, but these I think the projects that we're planning going forward don't necessarily always have to be visual arts focused they have the opportunity to be music they have the opportunity to be dance based they have the opportunity to be installation work to be site specific to be kinetic to be all of the amazing things that art artists can think of um, so I think we're going to be inviting all kinds of, of, of adventure in that space so you mentioned the lower ramble is kind of having the open house on on september 8th mm -hmm. um i believe that's at 445 yes um and so do you envision this being um uh, you know like the walton arts center does the uh what is it artisphere mm -hmm. uh, where it's got it, it's kind of had performances along the trails yeah. and all but it's been a an event um, kind of within a, a, a finite time period. Um, so do you envision this, uh, the ramble having kind of uh, uh, rounds of events that have multiple artists in there or, uh, and or, I guess I should say, uh, uh, just maybe a solo little pop-up thing? Yeah. I wouldn't say and or, I'd say yes and okay. to all of it, yeah. right? I mean, I think there's space for ambitious projects like Artisphere, and then I think there's space for individual installation artists to do small-scale work or large-scale work. Um, I think that's one of the things that I'm most excited about is sort of having conversations with our artists in town and sort of deciding what they want to make use of the space. 
um, I don't think of my job as being a curator, but rather sort of a listening conduit and helping um, everyone in town sort of figure out how we want to use this park space. Um, you know, it's a public space, so, you know, I guess anybody can do almost anything <laughs> within the law. Um, you know, so uh, is this a, a space where, uh, you know, people who haven't consulted with the city at all just they just go down there and sit up with their guitar or or something like that one is. of the great things about Fayetteville is that we are open to that mm. uh, that sort of creative endeavor um, you know our busking laws allow for that yeah. and um, and that would be really exciting to, to think about people sort of activating on their own uh, in that space um, I, I'd invite the city to think of it as their canvas and as their own backyard to use um, in whatever way that is exciting as broadly as possible. And of course, my door and my email and my phone lines are always open. I am thrilled to consult with anybody who has an idea for this space or something that they want to do that is community driven. So the, um, when we reach the point where you're making, our, our decisions are being made about, okay, we're going to have this event or that uh, performance. Uh, are you making those decisions? Uh, um, who, uh, who, who makes these decisions about uh, and, and, and coordinates all of this? Yeah, I'm extremely lucky um, to serve as the arts administrator, right, as the staff liaison to the um, Arts Council, the Fayetteville Arts Council, and I think we'll be making a lot of those decisions as a group um, with their with their input, much the same way, you know, our Parks Board works with our parks uh, and recreation team to make decisions. Okay, so they'll, you'll be working with them and, and, and then you'll more or less be the feet on the ground that yeah. helps to get it going. Absolutely. Okay. Um, there has been a lot of discussion about, um, you know, the importance of, of the connectivity part, like you mentioned mm -hmm. earlier. Um, uh, the, you know, with the Walton Arts Center, or the Theater Squared, um, you know, I just, I don't see how, you know, if somebody goes to Walton Arts Center, they're not necessarily going to finish up there and then, you know, ride a scooter down to the Fayetteville Public Library to do something. Uh, I guess they could on a Saturday afternoon or something, but not a Saturday night, probably. I'm, I'm trying to get a sense of, is it is it as important as far as connecting these already strong arts institutions uh, or about it being an entity unto itself? I think it can be both, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. it is, I think, I don't think we can um, predict necessarily how that connectivity is going to evolve, but I can say that there was no way prior to the Greenway existing to get from, you know, the North, like from West Avenue and the Walton Arts Center down to Prairie Street Live. Um, or anything in the Mill District or where the new southern campus of the, of the art school will be. And to think about all of the activity that's going down there as far as development and everything that's happening in the south of Fayetteville, to think about how that connectivity, we're, we're building the infrastructure to sort of make that connectivity um, for the long term is, is really exciting. And then as a destination unto itself, there's not a more beautiful urban park um, that I can point to, right? Um, once the once the entire ramble is complete, um, there, it will be a destination unto itself, right? So when you're at the library and you have your book and you want to go into the woods to do some reading, that resource is now available to you, um, and it's a it's a place that was 
wasn't a place necessarily. It was just a wood. It was a wild wood. And now it is a destination um, and a place to linger and a place to experience. Um, and that's really exciting about it. You sort of touched on a kind of development, economic development. Sure. Um, the, uh, and one of the things that's always kind of hard to put your finger on is what, what, what comes along because of this and what comes along because of, you know, other features that, that people love about downtown Fayetteville. Um, so how do, what, what are the expectations in terms of what the Ramble can do to promote private development and promote, uh, uh, you know, pr just promote things that are beyond what the taxpayers have invested in the, you know, the, the, the Ramble itself, but, yeah. but uh, you know, private Enterprise. I'm, a, I'm afraid that's uh, that's above my pay grade. <laughs> You're going to have to talk to Devin Howland and the and the economic development team about that specifically. Um, but you know what I can say is opportunities like this that embrace the opportunity for arts and culture, um, and embrace the opportunity for arts and culture as part of the public good. Um, contribute to the overall well-being of the citizenry, contribute to the overall value of our town um, and the perception of our town, both sort of in the region and more broadly. Uh, and I think that that kind of um, opportunity to keep and retain our artists with place keeping work like this is a, is a tremendous opportunity. So the the overall ramble is, is about 50 acres, as I understand. And and part of that includes what is now, what most people call the Walton Arts Center parking lot. Um, uh, on or the, the West Avenue parking lot. I guess you could call it that. Um, uh, which, once the parking deck is built, will become what up until now has been called a civic space. Um, and the, the drawings, you know, look many more trees than are there that now. And, and sit, you know, areas to sit in, um, I and think a reclamation of our of our natural spring that feeds that Tanglewood Branch Creek, right, which um, is right. a very exciting opportunity. Yeah, um, and and a, a amphitheater uh, mm -hmm. type of space yeah. there. What do you envision um, that space uh, being used for in the in the future? Well, I think first and foremost, it's a it's a public park. It's a park space um, to be enjoyed by everyone, right? Um, and that's one of the reasons I'm most excited for my position to have landed in in what is the department that we now have that's parks, um, natural resources, and cultural affairs. Um, and so I think it's an opportunity to again embrace um, the opportunity for uh, gathering spaces and engagement opportunities with, you know, works that are artistic, with, um, you know, uh, installation work in that civic space, um, in what we're calling the upper ramble now. Um, it should be um, an opportunity to uh, sit and linger. It's my hope that, you know, some of the uh, additional buildings that are planned for the site come in and have food and drink and destination opportunities um, for that engagement as well. Um, and then, you know, that we get to put some really great art on in that space. Um, but again, I, I think of myself as a, as a catalyst and a partner in that work. So, you know, it is my hope that every um, presenting, arts presenting organization in the region um, has conversations with us about how to use that space. Today we have like uh, the, the Gully Park 
uh, concert yeah. series that is well attended yep. and people people enjoy that during the summer. Um, the I, I guess I've gone on the assumption that that those types of uh, performances would be something that would be tailor-made for this sort of an environment. As absolutely, well. absolutely. It's definitely something that we hope to to engage with and have in that space. And, and I assume the, the space down there, it's year-round. I mean, right. you're, you're, you're wanting some sort of art um, involvement year-round. Yes. Not just, uh, I mean, you know, Gully Park is a great place, but most of the time it's a park, and it, and, and it has turned out to be a nice place for the Gully Park concert series. But it, it uh, you know, that lasts a few weeks during the summer, and I'm always sad when it's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, um, uh, this space, beyond just people hanging out there, will we'll bring all sorts of performances. Absolutely, absolutely, as well as art shows, art, art sort of visual art opportunities, um, opportunities to meet the artists and purchase work or opportunities to display large-scale sculptural work. There's, there's a lot of opportunity. The, um, I'll ask you a hard question uh, because just the other day I was talking to somebody and they were, they were asking me about the, the project down there. And, uh, they're, when I was saying, well, you know, this, the, there's the, the one part that's down south by the library, and then there's what is really going to be a, a different experience uh, by where the uh, Walton Arts Center is. But, um, and I said, you know, that's going to be more of a park. Well, <laughs> the response I got the other day was, it's, going, it's just going to be a place where the homeless people hang out. And I thought, well... I guess that could happen, um, I, you know, and, and I, I think everybody in town will acknowledge that homelessness is an issue that the city of Fayetteville has been dealing with for years uh, and making some progress on, but uh, it, one of the challenges of developing a park like that in a, in a downtown kind of setting is you could have some of that. Um, have, have, in your short time with the city, have y'all had any discussions about how to make this a welcoming space for everybody, but also making sure that it, it doesn't develop any of the kind of the negative attributes that, that a, an urban park can, and, and that goes beyond, you know, somebody panhandling or, you know, something like that. It goes, it can go to several things, but is, is that an issue that you feel like the city's going to have to deal with? I mean, I personally don't think so. Um, you know, I think that, you know, obviously it's something to be mindful of, but as the new po- police substation goes into that new parking deck, I, I don't foresee safety being a concern yeah. in any of the That's spaces. That's just, just across the street. Right. Yeah. I, I don't foresee that being a, a concern. I also don't think it's going to feel like a lonely space. I think it's going to feel pretty vibrant and active all of the time. Pri- primarily because it is so tied to all of our cultural institutions that are alive, you know, 300 nights of the year. Yeah, there's certainly a lot of activity yes. down, down in the Dixon Street area and, and, uh, um, and, and a lot of you know, what happens now is just parking, but it's, it, uh, uh, it, it's definitely not going to be a parking lot in the future, and, and I think that's... that's uh, going to be a, a good development <laughs> because Dixon Street doesn't have 
I guess what you would call green space. None. I mean, it's just got little, little sprouts of it here and there. But uh, but this will be a big, uh, big improvement. Um, so let's go beyond the ramble. Um, you, your job is beyond the ramble. Yes. I mean, it, it is part of the the ramble's part of it, but but you talked about coordinating with arts entities. Uh, I think the regional arts. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Cash. Uh, yeah, uh, the community, um, art, the creative arts community hub and exchange. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so that's more at a regional level, yes. and then you've got the arts council at the kind of the Fayetteville level. Yes. Um, uh, you know, artists are an eclectic bunch, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, what makes them. Uh, strong is their creativity and sometimes what makes them challenging is their creativity so how do you um how do you get all of these creative souls kind of together and and find a way to make all of that energy kind of go in in a direction yeah so i'm really lucky to have spent most of my career um speaking artist um, as it were. I am not a practicing artist myself. I consider myself a professional enthusiast. You do have a degree in theater? I, I, have, I, have, I have an undergraduate degree in theater, but then I have a master's degree in arts administration okay. and, um, and public art management. So um, my, you know, my focus in that work um, was always about how does public policy um, reinforce um, the artistic impulse and how can we unite those things together and that's one of the things that I love about this job right is to sort of advocate for all of the artists who are telling me what they need from the municipality um, and sometimes that's you know not at all a creative pursuit I have artists talking to me about zoning regulations I have artists talking to me about business licensing I have artists talking to me about um, you know what their insurance requirements are um, and how we might sort of create better systems to support their work um, from a city government level and that's what I'm really excited about is to sort of think about how to knit all of these things together and create um, you know, an embrace of art as a public good at the municipal level um, and make sure that, um, you know, business works just as well for the artist's community as it does for, um, you know, maybe somebody who has a more traditional business structure. Um, and so that is, um, that's sort of part of what gets me excited to think about those things. Um, as far as how to speak to the artists, I, I find that most artists are extremely prob- are prag- pragmatic in, the way, in their approach. Um, they want to find a way to get their vision executed. And so my job is to listen to them and then think about how the city might support that vision. Um, which I'm very uh, excited about. So, you know, Fayetteville has been a creative mm-hmm. community for years and years and years. Years and years. Um, so how does, um, how does your role change that? Uh, or, or, you know, how to, what's your influence going to be? So I think one of the things I'm most excited about is um, codifying that creativity. Uh, a lot of um, Fayetteville's sort of spirit and Fayetteville's creative industry has sort of happened by the will of a few people, right? And by those ind- creative individuals themselves sort of leading the way. Um, and I think one of the things that I get to do in this position is sort of look at what decisions have been made and what advancements have been made on behalf of that creative economy and think about how to codify that 
in a way that is lasting. Because one of the things that happens as you grow is that those creative um, juices that sort of were there at the founding maybe don't get to sustain themselves, right? Um, I believe that art is a public good, and a public good is not self-sustaining in, in economic terms, right? It requires additional investment from the people in order to keep that engine going. And so I think that's part of what uh, I'm looking to do, is to find a way for that creative feeling of Fayetteville to last. So you use the term codify. Mm -hmm. I'll put on my stupid hat here and just ask you, Define that for me. Sure. I mean, help help me to understand. I mean, when it when it comes to laws, I understand what codify means. When it comes to art, I'm not sure I understand what. Well, that no, means. I think that we need to sort of think about ways to make equitable and um, understandable ordinances that sort of help support our arts community, the same way that we make sort of laws and ordinances that help. Um, maintain our water system and clean water and clean air, right? We, want, we need to make sure that we continue to support um, the best art that we can and that we're growing it in our region um, from sort of the ground up. Um, so give me, if you can, give me an example of, of something that that fits that mold, uh, not necessarily in Fayetteville, but, sure. but just in your studies or in your, Absolutely. you know, uh, what, um, what Well, you, you spoke earlier of cash, and I'm, I'm lucky to be the staff liaison to um, what we're building called the Municipal Arts Alliance in our region, which is where all of the different sort of major cities uh, up and down the 49 uh, corridor uh, get together and talk about what our public policy for the arts is going to be and make sure that those things are aligned. And recently we got to go on a fact-finding mission to Boise, Idaho, um, where they have gone from having, um, you know, no public art to having a $7 million public art collection that sort of has has sustained some of their artists from like the very beginning of their careers all the way up to being, you know, artists of national renown. And, uh, and that kind of project is very exciting to me. Um, and so looking towards how we might make, how as a city we can make investments, you know, like Boise did to make sure our creative economy stays strong as we grow. So what do you consider Fayetteville's most prominent public art right now? Well, I think we have done a really good job of sort of having um, public art um, be um, sort of mural-based up until now. So we've done a really good job of having, uh, having those spaces. We also have a couple of different sculptural items in town. Um, if you are interested in finding out all about our public art, we have a really uh, robust and comprehensive uh, GIS map on the city's website that can show you all of our different um, pieces. But I don't want to name favorites. No, no not, not favorites. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I think you're right in that there are pieces of public art that have kind of just happened um, because somebody decided I want to fund this. Um, there's a piece of art along the trail that is dedicated to, to a former city employee and her family who, who tragically passed away in a, uh, a car accident while on vacation. You know, so there are those sorts of things that kind of crop up, but, but it's not, has not been a kind of a joint effort, a collective effort. Um, yeah. and, and so and, and uh, that's why that's why I get to be here now and because it's time to start thinking about that and uh, it's what I'm excited to do okay uh, just one or two more questions about um, 
uh, you know, we you talk about some of these organizations that are the uh, regional arts, mm -hmm. and Fayetteville has kind of its own arts thing. Is is it important that Fayetteville continue to differentiate itself um, from the, the 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 overall art effort in Northwest Arkansas? Is it wrong to say I don't know that we can help it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we're always going to be, you know, our own city and we're going to have our own identity in the region. Um, and I don't think we can deny um, the creative influx that happens all the time with the exchange from the university. Um, so I think we're always going to have our own sort of, um, you know, feeling that is Fayetteville. Um, and sort of my job is to make sure that that is um, both nourished here locally, but is also sort of being expressed and being sort of working in collaboration regionally. So how can people um, listening to this or just in general, how can they interact with this? I mean, obviously they can go to the ramble, they can go, but in terms of this kind of renewed effort uh, with, within the city, uh, or at least renewed focus, I guess I, say, I, I could say, yeah, with your hiring. How, how do people engage yeah. in that? Um, I mean, right now I would invite anybody um, to participate in, in Arts Council meetings. You don't have to be a member of the Fayetteville Arts Council to come and participate with us and have the conversations. Um, I would also invite anyone who's interested in, in sort of thinking about, um, you know, art in, in the public space to, to, to call me and to, to email me and reach out. Um, I'm right now I'm, I'm on the great listening tour um, I want to hear from everybody and talk about all of the different kinds of art and all of the ways that we might um, as a city embrace our artists and, and make sure that they're here for the future well, all right we will uh, continue to watch and and see how your role develops and see how the ideas that bubble up through this process yeah. uh, continue to develop uh, certainly look looking forward to to what comes with the ramble and and that investment um, that the city has made, I did want to. Uh, again, this may be a question for somebody else, but um, I'm sure you've had some conversations about it. The parking deck being built down there, so it's coming along, but. Yeah. Uh, um, what's our timetable looking like right now for the yeah, ramble? Yeah, um, so, I mean, based on my uh, limited understanding, I am, uh, you know, again, three weeks into the job, <laughs> but um, but I think that we are looking at spring 2023 um, for the new parking deck to be open and for construction to start on the upper ramble. Okay, and then the upper ramble, uh, uh, the timetable is fairly short. Yes, sometime 2024. 2024, okay. For upper ramble. Well, thank you so much. Anything we didn't cover that you want to touch on? Um, no, I think we got it. All right. Well, I definitely appreciate uh, you stopping in and visiting with us. I am sure we will want you to come back uh, and visit with us some more. Absolutely. Uh, you are Joanna Bell. And uh, if people wanted to get in touch with you, how would they do that? Um, they can uh, go to um, the City of Fayetteville website and look me up in the directory. Um, my um, email address is jbell at fayetteville-ar.gov. All right. Well, thanks so much for being here. And uh, uh, I hope to see you around the ramble. Yes, absolutely. Speaking of Arkansas is a podcast produced by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. For news, sports, and other coverage of Northwest Arkansas, visit nwaonline.com and become a subscriber 
to support the effort to bring you the information you want and need about the world and our corner of it. As always, you can subscribe to Speaking of Arkansas on your favorite podcast platform. Now it's time to say so long. I hope you'll join us again. Have a great day, everyone. 